All right, we got to finish recording quick before our food gets here. Yeah, 32 to 42 minutes. I think we can do an episode in 32 to 42 minutes. I think that I was under the impression that we were going to record all night. Is this our most important meal podcast-a-thon, raising money for uh, childhood cancer? <laughs> this is our uh, most important meal podcast-a-thon, where we raise money to give it all back. Give it... <laughs> Pick give, up the give phones us, now. Give us money and we will, we will send it back to you with a dollar extra. <laughs> no, no, that's how you lose money. Pick up those phones now and we'll uh, and send us some uh, some hard-earned money to support you having money again. We will send it back to you and it'll be really fun that for a little while your bank account will have less money in it and then immediately it will have the same amount of money in it plus a dollar. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard. That works if you have like one or two people send you money. But if we have like all of our 15,000 listeners send us money. Don't we all just like want the thrill of like having less money and then having more money after? By a dollar? (laughs) By having more money by a dollar and all of your money back. It's like, what platform would we do that on where it's like guaranteed refund? Kickstarter. We'll we'll start a Kickstarter where we have to refund all of your money at the very end because we couldn't um, ship our product, which is a uh, tinfoil castle for you oh, to play with your dolls in. So now we have to also make tinfoil castles? No, we, no, we, we to, don't. We need to make one mock-up for the video on Kickstarter. The very high-quality like, video. Hi, I'm Allison Truge. And I'm Brian Hamilton. I made this very cute castle. Don't you want one? I want one. For the very low price of $100, you could buy this, uh, or you could you could support our vision of tinfoil castles in every home. Look at this G.I. Joe here playing in this tinfoil castle. Doesn't he look like he's having fun? We have been in the talks with aluminum foil distributors for five years to embark on this project, but now we need your help. We've sourced all of the finest aluminum foil in the land to oh no brian that's not how that word is pronounced that word is pronounced aluminum we've the finest aluminium we can find anywhere and now we need your help to go to market if you look at the way the word aluminum is spelled um it is not spelled the way aluminium sounds so if you find the best aluminium in the world, you got to pay for it, which is why you can go to... I'm not saying it's the best in the us, world. I'm saying that it is aluminum foil. You can go to giveusyoureffingmoney.com and uh, support our Patreon, where we will fund the making of this Kickstarter video, where you will also pay us 100 American dollars. Oh my god, wait, what if our Patreon link was actually, uh, send us your effing dollars? <laughs> Send us your effing money. It's like we're the nicer do by Friday. We're the nicer do by Friday. <laughs> we don't actually have a Patreon, um, but if we did, we would send you all of the money back plus one dollar. If I had a Patreon, it would be just to make little aluminum castles and 
it would be a nice life, I guess. It would be a really nice life if you can fund it, which is why you can go to giveusyoureffingmoney.com <laughs> and try to support Truge's brand new lifestyle of sending more money than she gets while making beautiful aluminum, aluminum sandcastles. I feel like I, I, I was going to say, oh, we should stop this joke now just in case uh, people don't want to listen to us talking about this silly thing. But then I was like, those people have already stopped listening, so indulge me. I feel that starting a Kickstarter uh, where the product <laughs> is little aluminum castles is something that i would have done in like 2014 just so i could say i was doing it on like tinder on tinder but also if tiktok existed in 2014 you would go viral af i mean that's also this this is the other layer to this that we haven't discussed i don't think i would be good at making little aluminum castles out of tinfoil you should have told me before we started filming this kickstarter video babe i've already invested two hundred fifty thousand dollars in this endeavor doing what sourcing the finest aluminium in the land yeah Thank you. You agree with it. Thank you. You agree with me that <laughs> no. that is the way that you pronounce the good uh, element. I was trapped. I was trapped. The good A-L element on the table is called aluminium. I just feel like Little Aluminum Castles is like a, a Tumblr Girl 2012 like quirky hobby. Uh, the only quirkier hobby would be uh, Drew Barrymore's character in Fifty First Dates, where problematic movie, by the way, um, in in uh, later watch. But I watched that movie a lot as a, as a little wee babe, and uh, she would make little houses out of her waffles. So, if I were to bring you waffles every day, again, I've seen this movie once; it is problematic, and you repainted your house every day. Do you think that we would be as quirky as Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Dates two thousand four? I so I'm trying to draw comparisons between you and Adam Sandler, and there, there are many. There are none. There, there are, are many. Like absolutely none. I'm very funny and a multi bajillionaire thanks to my comedy. That's true. I made a comedy. Is this helpful? So now you know where to put the music in. <laughs> In case it wasn't immediately obvious, this is a breakfast podcast where we turn our breakfast alchemy-like into gold. Uh, Brian, what did you have for breakfast today? This morning, I had the Bill Hamilton special, as per usual. Uh, just the Bill standard... Hamilton is Brian's dad. Yes. Uh, I, I, oh, from context clues, you can get that... The... Just because your dad's name is Bill, he has to be a dad. Yeah, it's the more authoritative-sounding name. Everyone named Bill is a dad. Is it... Bill Hader a dad? The children of Bill Hader are Hannah, Catherine Hader, and Harper Hader. Wow. Bill Hader is a dad. He's the only Bill I know other than your dad. Oh, my God. So all of the Bills that Truge knows will write in to tell us that Truge is wrong. So I have the Bill Hamilton special, who is my father, if you can't tell from context clues that he has the same last name as me and has the more authoritative sounding name, which is just uh, scrambled egg. Uh, with cheese inside on uh, lightly toasted bread with some ketchup. Yum. I did this because uh, today was my first day of my new job. Yay! Brian's employed! I survived being unemployed during the literal pandemic of 2020, and now I'm employed again. Uh, I hope I survive the rest of the pandemic while being employed. Uh, but I feel amazing having work to do now that is not just podcast things and being funny on Twitter. I mean, I, hopefully you'll still do that. I really hope so, because I love doing those things, but... Uh, I meant specifically the Twitter one. Not doing podcasts with me? I mean, you know, can take it or leave it. Well, then you could leave it. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't leave it. So I had that breakfast sandwich, 
and it was really tasty and it fueled me for a day of zoom onboarding was that uh what what kind of bread was it was it the uh the wonder bread kind of bread it's the wonder bread kind of bread but it's a whole grain white it's like your standard grocery store loaf of white bread but it's whole wheat and it confuses me I definitely was the person that bought it, and I, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not sure what its deal is. It's tasty for sure, and I don't hate it, but I really will always prefer just standard, boring grocery store, ninety nine cent white. Is bread. it just that you know that it's whole grain? Because I feel like it tastes like regular bread. It tastes like regular bread. It has a texture of weg- regular bread. Wegman's the- regular bread. Wegman's regular bread. It has that texture for sure, but it still tastes earthy and whole grainy, uh, which I-, I could take or leave, like you doing this podcast, apparently. Wow. But I really enjoyed it. What did you have for breakfast? You had a much more interesting breakfast than me. Uh, I did not have a more interesting breakfast than yes, you. you did. The interesting part is the was the breakfast process. So uh, for for everyone at home who's been following along, I've been trying to come up with a morning routine that feels good to me for the past ten years of my life. Um, <laughs> And nothing ever sticks because no matter what I do or how early I go to bed, I just will never be a morning person. I'll never, like, spring right out of bed, like, ready to go, like, uh, emerging uh, in a clamshell on the beach in the froth. That It will just never be me. Um, But, uh, basically, I've gotten into some bad morning routine habits since Brian has been unemployed because Brian is an incredible partner and uh, loves to be the person that, like, makes our food. Uh, And so Brian has, like, made me breakfast basically every day that he's been unemployed. Yep. Um, And that's been so nice of you. But I got very, very used to that. And so today I was like, oh, Brian, Brian has things to do. Um, and you always have things to do, even when you were unemployed. It's not like you were just doing nothing. Um, but I was like, okay, today, in a lot of ways, like today was the first day where I was like, oh, I'm like truly just fending for myself. Because even if I, because I, I have made myself breakfast since the beginning of the pandemic and since Brian has uh, been unemployed. But uh, usually when I would make breakfast, especially if I was making it, I would like usually make double and give something to Brian. So it was kind of the first day in a really long time that I was like, oh, breakfast is just me this morning. Um, And this is just a very long way to say (laughs) I uh, just had like, so I I feel that I'm also a complicated breakfast person, but I woke up today and I was just like, I I know exactly what I want. Oh, I don't like it. You don't like my blues song? You said you woke up this morning, and so I had to do the blues riff? Are you just trying to hurry up my story because you know that I... (laughs) No, Roderick on the line listeners will appreciate that joke. Please continue. Um, I had toast. (laughs) I had toast this morning. I feel like toast is not a choice that I usually make, because usually I'm like, oh, if I'm going to, like, make toast, I might as well, like, fry one singular egg. But we had this cinnamon raisin bread that we got from When Pigs Fly, which I literally think we mention every single podcast now. At this point, When Pigs Fly, sponsor us, you cowards. (laughs) No, do not sponsor us, because we will lose all of our uh, indie podcast cachet if we're (laughs) sponsored. Um but we love when pigs fly and they have a lot of really amazing breads uh 
and I got like a cinnamon raisin loaf, which is one of my favorite kinds of breads. And I toasted it up with some with some little butter. We started becoming uh, uh, counter butter people um, with butter on the counter, so that it well, not it, necessarily counter butter, but room temperature butter in a little butter dish. Counter butter sounds like a subculture movement. Yeah, it sounds like you're going against the grain in like dairy farms. Like counter yeah. butter sounds like a like a really left wing movement of dairy farmers trying to be as radical and organic as possible. Counter butter is actually vegan butter. It's like made with a mix of like oat b- oat milk and uh almond milk and uh cashew milk and they somehow homogenize it into counter butter. Counter butter. That is right. So we have counter butter. <laughs> we have butter that is room temperature and much easier to spread. Um, and this is an incredibly long story just to say that I had toast for breakfast. But I, I feel that I've had a toast rebirth where I'm like, oh, because usually I would think that toast isn't enough for me to like sustain me throughout the day. And when I was commuting and going into the office, that probably would be the case where like I would be hungry again in a mere like two or three hours. But because I'm just at home all day, I was like, oh, I have the ability to eat like my little my little snack apple at my desk snack whenever bowl. I whenever I want. And I was really sad satisfied with it for most of the day and that's my story that was long-winded but you know it's so much more about the journey than than the destination do you think it was too long i can do it again no 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 that was great it'll be even longer okay wait here splice this in oh god hi everybody today for breakfast i had toast it was so good (laughs) okay we can move on thanks for that alternate take sweets i'm so grateful for (laughs) your your knowledge of the podcast post-production process if, and if you haven't had toast for breakfast i don't know maybe try it it's, it's not that bad it's pretty good in fact and now it's time for weekly picks i'm gonna pick toast mother effers uh brian what are we talking about today this is a story that happened a few months ago now god we're such a regular podcast that we forget to talk about things that happened months ago that's true we ordered bagels from a local bakery uh this is something we like to do uh, pretty often because bagels freeze well, and you can pop one out of the freezer, reheat it for breakfast, and it tastes just as good and fresh as when you got it. This bakery, which will not be named, it, it's not a national chain, it is a local place that made a very good bagel breakfast sandwich for sure, but the dozen bagels we got and froze did not keep well and were not very good bagels i want to add some context okay. so often what we'll do brian and i you know we, you, you may you may uh, not know this about us but now you will we're breakfast people so um we often will just like order breakfast like if we're gonna order food like that day i think uh a lot of the time, it's probably breakfast that we're ordering. Um, and a lot of the time, we'll like, uh, Brugger's, for example, we'll like order two sandwiches from Brugger's, but we'll also add on to that a dozen bagels so that we have like the the meal to eat in the moment and then also like bagels for the rest of the week or two weeks or however long it's going to be i never grew up freezing bagels um that's a brian technology yeah it's a brian thought technology um and it's been really great especially because like you know getting bagels from a bakery is literally so much better than buying them from a grocery store and so we tried it with this new bakery because we were like it's not new in the world it was new to us and we were like oh this will be great it'll be like so good it looks like a really like 
authentic kind of bakery. Um, for it, it looked like a great bakery to get a bagel. And then they came and the I also had gotten like a pastry. The pastry was absolutely divine, but the bagel was just round bread. Yeah, it was just like round, like like it was a like a like a french loaf round spiced bread because what you love about a bagel is like the sharp crunch of the outside and the pillowy chewy texture on the inside yeah it it was really really disappointing and then we had like a dozen of them we had acted recklessly we should have thought about it before we did it it may as well have been my favorite phony baloney 99 cent grocery store boring af yeah, White like bread. like literally a, a grocery store bagel would have been better. It would have been a, a market improvement upon the bagel that we ate. So we were stuck with a dozen of these uh, that we did not want to eat. We tried a little bit. We uh, we like defrosted some and slathered some cream cheese on. It really just was an unpleasant experience. And not because they were necessarily bad food, but because they were bad bagels. Yeah, and then freezing them also didn't help. I feel like most of the time, the way that we freeze the bagels, they, like, whenever we heat them up, they come out, like, totally perfect. But these, on top of not being great bagels, they also did not freeze well. They got even chewier. And so that was a big no-go. And so today in this podcast, I'm going to tell you about my new Kickstarter. Uh <laughs> Please buy one of the bagels that we bought that we don't like. We invested like $200,000 into this bakery on DoorDash. Sharks, has this ever happened to you where you're you're sitting at home and you're like, huh, uh, I live in New York City. I have too many opportunities for a good bagel. I kind of want a bad one. Huh, I want a bad bagel. Well, you've come to the right place because we bought a lot of bad bagels. And we want to sell them to you. What well, is you this know, character? We got bad bagels. You know, we used to be mad bagels. I'm a bad bagel. Crap. Duh. Oh. <laughs> I did the right Billie Eilish lyric and you did the wrong one. I was trying to to do a delightful mix up. Um, so Brian had an ingenious plan that we wanted to talk about on this podcast because now, now that the execution is done, we had all these bad bagels that were good bread, bad bagels that we didn't know what to do with. And so I, in my wild breakfast wisdom, took them out of the freezer, let them defrost overnight, chopped them up into tiny little bite sized bits. 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 The bits. And at the end of this, uh, I guess, 24-hour process of defrosting, letting them dry out as little bits, I had a big pile, 12 bagels worth, of savory everything bagel flavored stuffing. Yeah, it was a very good idea. So I whipped up some chicken stock, uh, got a can of cream of mushroom soup like a 1960s suburban family, and uh, some chicken breast. We turned these bad bagels into a very, very good chicken stuffing bake. When life gives you bad bagels, you make you make a little bit of chicken stuffing. You make some bagel aid. No, <laughs> no, that's not what it is, baby. Okay, I'll scratch that off of my Kickstarter idea list. Um, but yeah, it was like so 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 good i i wish that i had more to say about it i kind of wish that we had put in like carrots and uh celery to make it more like a traditional like thanksgiving stuffing but all in all it was just a really good experience and like 
I, I had kind of expected that they wouldn't taste like bagels when we finally got around to it, but they ended up still tasting like bagels, but that kind of still contributed to it. Yeah, because they were everything bagel flavored, uh, which is why TLDR, uh, everything bagel seasoning is such a hot seller and so freaking tasty. Yeah, no, it was uh, a divine experience. Uh, One of our friends, Elle, had the idea to take all of the bad bagels and then make like a French toast bake with it. And we were about to do that, but then kind of thought to ourselves like, oh, most of these are savory bagels. So it's just like not going to turn out as well. And so we did like the savory version of that. Um, And I'm really pleased when we did it. The other thing about uh, French toasting these bad bagels was that we had two, a dozen of them, <laughs> and French toast is very good while fresh, but does not keep very well. And so we wanted something where we knew they would have appropriate leftovers, because this really was just like a bunch of uh, stuffing that we had at the end, and I loved it. But yeah, that was uh, that was what we did. I'm sorry that there is so little uh, breakfast content in this episode, because we talked about <laughs> Kickstarter for a good five minutes. And I mean, this then is our talk- Kickstarter podcast. This is our Kickstarter podcast, where we talk about uh, things that we've kicked and things that we've started. I'll go first. I kicked uh, a can down the street the other day while I was walking uh, uphill from school both ways. Why wouldn't you just recycle it? And I started uh, a generator once I got back to my homestead and uh, milked the cows. That was something I kicked and something I started. Truge, now it's your turn. That was a really good joke. jumped the shark with this episode it's so over the top and ridiculous you know i i think it's good though i think um, it's really good we're we're gonna start doing the show again more regularly um although it's the most regular podcast already in your feed it would be illegal to be more regular than we're doing already and we're breaking the law we're breaking we're the law go to jail we're going to podcast jail mr spotify is going to come kicking through the door and say give me all your money we i did you just admit that you can listen to our show on Spotify? I never thought I'd hear the day. I mean, you can. It's linked in our show notes every episode. Do you not look at the show notes, Truge? No, I don't. Uh, I put so much effort into them. Uh, please check out the show notes. Brian left a little surprise for you there. It is a link to a Kickstarter where I'll send you a dollar. <laughs> That's not in there. That's not in there. But there is money in there, so go check it out.